Welcome back, Warrior Kids. My name is Pam Palmiter, and I am the host of the Warrior Kids podcast, which is taped before our famous live studio audience, Cricket. How is everyone making out? Have you caught up on all of our Warrior Kids podcasts yet? You have? Oh, okay. Well, were you able to figure out where on Turtle Island that you live? You did? That's awesome. Well, have you gone for a walk in the forest and had a tree bath yet? If you haven't, you really need to try it. Just sit in the forest, smell the fresh air, feel the good energy from the trees, and hear the wind rustle in the leaves. So, maybe you had a tree bath, but while you were out there, did you search for tiny beetles under the rocks? Or maybe plant some wildflowers to help feed the bees? I bet you David Suzuki is doing that right now. I heard that some of you watched the virtual powwows being held online and heard all of the amazing jingle dress dancers. For those of you more artsy warriors, have you been drawing, painting, and crafting about bees, trees, and Turtle Island? Well, I know one warrior kid who has. Sage, who is seven years old and from Los Angeles, California in the United States, sent me an amazing drawing of Turtle Island. I love Sage's artwork, and my favorite part is the turtle's face because the turtle just looks so calm and peaceful. Thanks, Sage. I'm going to ask my computer helper to get it on the website right away. Today, we are going to be talking about some of the traditional medicines used by different indigenous nations on Turtle Island. But first, I want to share with you a story about my granny. My granny was a traditional healer from our community. And even though she passed away before I was born, I've heard many stories about my granny from my brothers and my sisters who knew her really well. They told me that she was a powerful healer, someone who knew how to treat injuries and illnesses. She wasn't a doctor who worked in a hospital, but she had been taught by her Mi'kmaq family how to heal people since the time that she was very little. My granny knew all of the healing properties of plants and herbs and even trees. She knew exactly how to use each part of the plant to treat specific illnesses. Back in the really old days, different illnesses used to spread quickly in small towns and make people very sick. However, my granny had a really high success rate in our Mi'kmaq community, saving many lives from illnesses. She was so good that the doctor from the nearby town asked her to help him cure all the non-indigenous peoples who were sick. And she did. Sadly, she never passed down her knowledge about these traditional medicines and healing practices to her children before she passed away. Back then in those times, people used to make fun of her for using Mi'kmaq medicines. So today, I try to honor her memory by learning as much as I can about traditional Mi'kmaq healing practices 
and how we use plants and herbs as medicine. I also try to learn as much of the Mi'kmaq language as possible because my granny was a fluent speaker. The word for grandmother in Mi'kmaq is Nmi. Do you want to try it? Nmi. But sometimes we refer to grandmothers as grannies. And the Mi'kmaq word for granny is Nugumi. So Nmi means grandmother and Nugumi means granny. Pretty soon you're all going to be speaking better Mi'kmaq than I am. So today, I want to give you an example of how we use some of our traditional native medicines. Although we often refer to them as medicines, they're not like the medicines that you go buy to store like aspirin or cough syrup. Our traditional medicines have all different types of uses depending on which nation we're talking about. So it differs depending on whether it's the Mi'kmaq Nation, the Anishinaabeg Nation, or the Haida Nation, for example. Remember, with all different nations and all different practices, we use our traditional medicines in all different ways. So, you may have seen someone come to your class and talk about sweetgrass, for example. So you may have seen someone come to your class and talk about sweetgrass, for example but those teachings would apply to that person's specific nation and it might not be relevant to other indigenous nations. Have any of you heard of smudging before? Smudging is a practice which some native peoples use for different purposes to cleanse their mind, body, and spirit. It can be used to take our thoughts or our prayers to the creator in a spiritual sense. It can be used to help clear our minds of any negativity so that we can be open to discussions with other people. But it can also be used to keep our bodies healthy by purifying the air around us. And depending on which native nation we're talking about, they might use sweet grass, sage, tobacco, or cedar, or all four medicines together. The way it works is that some or all of these dried plants are put into a shell or a bowl and lit with a match so that it creates smoke. The smoke is usually fanned with a feather or someone's hand to spread it around someone or around a room. In some cases, these dried plants are placed on hot rocks or in a fire, depending on which ceremony is being used. You'll often notice that different nations may start their powwows or start their large gatherings first with smudging. And do you want to know something really cool about smudging? Well, some researchers decided to study the practice of smudging to see what they could learn about it. And they found that smudging with one or more of the traditional medicines reduces 94% of airborne bacteria. And what's even more amazing is that it can clear the area for up to 24 hours. That's pretty amazing. And you know what else? They also found that smudging can help prevent bacteria in that same area for up to 30 whole days. That's an entire month. Think about how useful smudging can be given that most of us live in some sort of confined space like an apartment, a condo, or a house where bacteria naturally multiplies. 
there are more and more scientific studies that confirm the traditional indigenous knowledges around the use of these kinds of medicines. Another great example is sweetgrass. There are many different types of sweetgrass and they grow just like tall grass, often near rivers, lakes, or wet meadows. They are usually harvested in the summer when it's still green and then they braid it, just like how long hair is braided. And once it dries out, it turns into like a light brown color. And while sweetgrass is one of the plants that we often use for smudging, it's also been used for different purposes. There are some indigenous nations in the United States that have long used sweetgrass as an insect repellent. They have done this for many years and it has worked well for them. So some scientists decided to study it. And do you know what those researchers found? Those scientific researchers found that the odor of sweetgrass repels biting insects like those annoying mosquitoes. They also found that sweetgrass was just as effective as bug spray. Isn't that awesome? And what I really like about all this new science is that it's not new at all. Native peoples have been using these practices for thousands of years. My granny used her knowledge of traditional medicines to help people live stronger and healthier lives. That makes me very proud of her. Wow, I feel like we just learned so much in today's Warrior Kids podcast. We learned two new words, unmi and nugumi. Unmi means grandmother and nugumi means granny. We learned that smudging can help clear our minds of negativity and also help protect us from bacteria in the air. We learned that sweetgrass can be used for smudging, but also helps keep biting insects away. And we've only just scratched the surface. There are so many different healing practices amongst the many different indigenous nations that we still have so much to learn. Okay, warrior kids, what's our motto on this podcast? That's right. It's education for action. So what will you do this week to help share what you learned today? Will you teach your grandmother how to say Granny and Mi'kmaq, Nugumi? Will you draw some more amazing pictures and maybe send them my way? Hint, hint. Or maybe you can ask your teacher to invite some Indigenous peoples into your classroom to teach you more about smudging. Whatever it is, I would love to hear about it. So please send me your artwork or share some of your stories about all of the actions you are taking to make the world a better place. I would love to be able to start decorating our Warrior Kids podcast with tons of artwork and Warrior Kids stories. You can check us out online at www.warriorkidspodcast.com. Thank you all for listening, learning, and acting. Till next time, later Gators.